Okay, good morning everybody. Welcome to Breakfast in the Class. The class is dedicated in the honor of the Chatan and Kala, who aren't here. Okay. So uh, my, my granddaughter, uh, Daniel's daughter, uh, so, uh, not Sophie, uh, Orly Adele, she, uh, she, she taught us a word, or she reminded us of a word. And the word is Savlanut, but she doesn't say Savlanut. I don't know how it happened that she learned in the school, but they taught her in the school, it's Savlanut, okay? And, and she just does it like, Savlanut, which is patience. So trying to teach a kid patience, so she says, you know, Orly, how do you say patience? And she gets up with the arm, Savlanut. Savlanut. It's something we all have to, we have to learn. I already learned it. I, I have patience for a long time. Ah, you have a lot of patience. <laughs> so so savlanut, savlanut, I think, is the key to understanding what goes wrong in the end of the parashah we read yesterday and what causes the whole thing of yesterday. We were talking about it last night, and I was thinking, what's a key lesson to walk away when we think about the, what, what was done by, uh, by Zimri? How do we understand what Zimri could have done and what Zimri lacked? And I think the idea is lacking patience. The problem in the world is we often see things that we say they want to be mine. You know, they want to be mine. I, I, I want this. I have to have this. This is, has to be mine. I remember when almost 30 years ago I came home with uh, my, my car. I think I had to replace my car and I came home with a little red convertible. And my wife said to me, you know what that is, honey? That's a wannabe car. And my, my brother-in-law, who was 16 at the time, says, no, sis, that's a wannabe mine car. Okay, wannabe my car. You know, so, so I said, you, you see things in life that you say they, they want to be yours. You want them to be yours. You have to have them. And sometimes when you see something, you have this overwhelming desire, like you deserve this, and you're willing to get it by hook or crook. You know, we're willing to take it. And I think that's the issue that comes up in the perasha. We see, and it's a hard question to ask, how is it possible for Zimri? Zimri is the leader of the tribe of Shimon. He's, according to many of the Mephashim, he's the oldest guy in the desert. He's, he's actually, they identify him as Shaul ben HaKananit. Who's Shaul ben HaKananit? He's the one who was born from the relationship between uh, Dinah and Shechem. And when she refuses to go home, she tells her brother, the only way I'm willing to go home is if I'm pregnant, you're willing to father this child and be his father. And that child is Shaul ben Akananit. So either Zimri is Shaul ben Akananit or a descendant of Shaul ben Akananit. But no matter what, he's an old guy. And you want to understand how is it possible for this old guy, usually you get to a certain age that, you know, you look, but you're not, uh, you're not biting, right? And he, look what he does. And what's the story of Cosby? Cosby is the daughter of Balak. She's the daughter of Balak. She's, she's a Midianite. And her father sends her and says, I have one mission for you. Go after the guy. Go after Moshe Rabbeinu. Seduce Moshe Rabbeinu and we win this war. So she comes in to go after Moshe Rabbeinu. Comes Zimri and sees this beautiful, beautiful girl and says, whoa, 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 whoa. Who are you looking for? He says, I'm looking for Moshe. He says, listen, Moshe is the head of Shevet Levi. Levi is the third tribe. 
I'm the head of Shevet Shimon. I'm the second tribe. Before Moshe, you come to me. And he takes her. And then he comes to Moshe Rabbeinu and he says to Moshe Rabbeinu, is she kosher for me or not? And before you answer, remember, who's your wife? Sipora, Bat Yitro. Your wife is Bat Yitro. This is a granddaughter of Yitro. If, this is, if, you, if she's good for you, why isn't she good for me? Moshe Rabbeinu says, no, but that's before Matan Torah. This is after Matan Torah. There's a process. Now the question is, why would he do this? Did he see, you know, I see the pretty girl, my heart went pitter-patter, I have to be with her? It doesn't make sense. He says, what happened? He saw Haneshama is part of Knesset Yisrael. That's how high a guy is. He's able to see Haneshama. And not only that, his Neshama is bound to Haneshama. So if he sees such a thing, he says, I have to be with her. But what did he lack? Patience. patience. He lacked patience. Now, who is he and who is she? We have to go a little back in history. We go back in history. And who is he? He is Shechem ben Hamor. Shechem sees Dina. And he sees his soul is bound to her soul. And he rapes her. Normally, when a guy rapes a girl, he doesn't want to have anything to do with her after. Now, what does he say? I'm in love with her. I need to keep her. I need to be with her forever. I want to marry her. And not only do I want to marry her, I'm willing to do anything in order to marry her. And what happens? He tells, he tells them, I'm going to have all my people get circumcised. All his people get circumcised just because we're going to join together with the Jewish people. Supposedly because we want to be holy like you. But really, what's his real thoughts? They got the money. We marry into them, we take the money. That's what he wanted. It says that all of the people of Shechem, 24,000 men circumcised themselves. And what happened to the 24,000 men three days later? Boom. Shimon and Levi came in, and while these guys were all ooing in their bed in pain, they went house to house and killed every single one. Now what happens? These 24,000 men come up to Shemaim and say, I don't understand. Shechem comes up to Hashem, comes up to Shemaim and says I, I, says, I don't understand. I don't understand. The deal was, I got to breed Milah. I did what I was supposed to do. How did you let me kill them? So someone says, you know, no one cares when they kill a Jew. You know, they already got to breed Milah, so nobody cared, right? Says, so they go, they go. So Hashem says, you know what? You think you, you think you did it for Lashem Shamayim? You were doing this for Lashem Shamayim? I'm going to send you back. Let's all of you go back and see what happens. Where do they all come back? As part of the tribe of Shimon in the Midbar. And who is Shechem? Shechem is this prince of the tribe of Shimon Zimri. And who is Dina? Dina comes back as Kozbi. He sees Kozbi. He says, this is my soulmate. I have to be with her. But he doesn't have... The patients. They also, we see, what did they do? They sleep with the women of Midian, with Baal Peor, not because Lashem Shamayim, not because to bring. Because one of the reasons they say Zimri slept with her was because he saw we're going into the land. And once we go into the land, what's going to happen? The Mashiach's going to be. So it means all the people of the world have to come under the Shekhinah. So by being with her, I'm going to bring her into Knesset Israel. I'm going to bring all her people in. You justify the sin. You justify what you're doing. Comes Pinchas, and Pinchas goes and he, he kills them. 
Now, go fast forward. How do we have a tikkun of the neshama? The tikkun of the neshama comes many generations later. There's a governor of Yerushalayim. His name is Tunis Rufus. Or the governor of Israel. His name is Tunis Rufus. He's a Roman. And he debates... 24,000 died in the plague. 24,000 died and 24,000. Now watch. There's, a, there's Tunis Rufus is the governor of Israel. He debates constantly with Rabbi Akiva. And every time he debates him, Rabbi Akiva wins the debate. And Tunis Rufus is so angry and so aggravated that this Rabbi Akiva always gets the better of him. His wife is supposed to be the most beautiful woman in the whole Roman Empire. She says to her husband, Honey, the God of the Jews hates uh, Zima. Zima, but how do you English? Uh, Sexual immorality. Okay. So, huh? Promiscuity. Pro- promiscuity. So, it says he hates, he hates this. So he says, watch, I'm going to go seduce Rabbi Akiva. So Rabbi Akiva comes to the house for one of his debates with Tunis Rufus. Ain't nobody home except her. She comes down to the living room in her birthday suit. And she's the most beautiful woman in the Roman Empire. And she says, Rabbi, I am all yours, baby. And what does the rabbi do? He starts to cry. And then he spits. And then he laughs. And she says, what is that all about? And she said, I'm crying because your beauty, no matter how much beauty's there, eventually you're going to be in the ground and the worms are going to eat you. And why am I spitting? Because what do you come from? You come from a tipa, and that's all you are really. But why? And then she says, but why are you laughing? He says, I can't tell you. I can't tell you why I'm laughing. She walks away and she says, this is unbelievable. Look at this man with the self-control and this respect that he's giving me as a person that he doesn't want to just take, take me. And she was like, she couldn't understand what's going on here. She had to understand what's behind this person. So she starts to look into Judaism. And she looks into Judaism more and more. And eventually she converts. Her husband, Tunis Rufus, dies. And she inherits all of his wealth. And why was Rabbi Akiva laughing? Because the month later, he marries her. Who is she? She is Dina, who came back as Cosby, who comes back as the wife of Tunis Rufus. Who's Rabbi Akiva? He's the tikkun of Shechem, who came back as Zimri, who comes back as Rabbi Akiva. And what's the secret of all of it? Savlanut. Patience. Patience. In life, we have to see that Hashem presents things to us. And we see something. And you want it. And no matter what, I want it. And I'm going to get it. Even by hook, even by crook, I'm going to get it. And Hashem says to you, you could have it. But just relax and wait. You have to take it in a kosher way. Because if you don't take it in a kosher way, you mess everything up. Now look, 24,000 students of Rabbi Akiva. 24,000 die from Shimon. 24,000 are in Shechem. All those 24,000 the same. How does Shechem die? With a metal sword. How does Zimri die? With a metal spear. How does Rabbi Akiva die? With a metal comb. All of them come from the same. All of them the same. To show you that, what is it? You have to achieve the highest level. To have, what, what does it take to achieve the highest level? Where's the failure of Adam? Where's the failure always again and again? 
The failure again and again is a lack of savlanut, orly teacher. Savlanut. Patience. We have to remember to have savlanut. No, none of us have savlanut. And you know what the test is? It's interesting that the test in our generation, you have to see, every time we're ready for the geula, the big test is this idea of sexual licentiousness, whatever the word is. Where do we see it? We see it now with B'nai Israel coming into the land. We have the test with, with uh, the women of, uh, of Midian. Where do we see it? We see in the second temple. You see when Ezra, what happened with Ezra? The women, what, the men, what did they do? They took the women from, from uh, around, from Bavel. They took foreign women. You see when, when, uh, when Nehemiah comes, he has the same problem of intermarriage. You see that problem. You see in the first, when we're opening the first Bet HaMikdash, what happens the night before the opening of the first Bet HaMikdash? What happens? Shalom HaMelech marries the daughter of Paro. And it says there that he brought Avodah Zarah and brought foreign women. Every time we come to a level that we have the connection, now our generation wants a huge challenge. Every Goya wants to marry a Jew. They all want to marry Jews because this is the this is this is not us bringing them in. This is the dark side saying we had a conversation about the reform reconstructionists that they have now patrilineal, no lineal. Whoever wants to be, come and join our congregation. You want to be a Jew? It's like you know Christianity. We'll pour some water on your head. You're a Jew. Why? It's not to to make the kiddushah. It's to water us down. This is when the geulah comes. Where at the moment of geulah. At the moment of Geulah, what comes? Comes the Satan and says, how am I going to get them? I have lost all my other tools. The one tool I'm going to get them is to show them how beautiful, how beautiful Cosby is, how their soul is connected. What does Hashem say? Savlanut. Wait. Soon the Mashiach comes, everyone will be under the tent, and everything will be right. She was the first wife. Remember, Rabbi Akiva married three wives. All of them had a lot of money. Rabbi Akiva was a very smart guy. <laughs>